Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Saturday. We don't know the official results yet because we have one wager still pending between Washington and Washington State in college football. But let's recap the winning card for Saturday. Yes, I needed a winning day. Sometimes you need that for the old confidence. In college football, how about this? We played Michigan plus eight. We played Texas A&M plus 10. We played Minnesota plus three. All three were outright underdog, straight up winners for us. So nice job on those three. We also played USC minus the four and a half. They cash against Notre Dame. We played Oregon minus the three. They had a nice big lead against Oregon State. But then the Beavers turned it on and they backdoored us to win the game outright and we lose the wager. Then once again, we have Washington and Washington State still pending. We'll update the official results in the show notes. In college basketball, we go two and two. We played some off the radar games. We cash on Boise State and Drake. We lose on St. Thomas and Western Michigan. Unfortunately, we back Western Michigan on Twitter, but we still have a winning day. And now we try to make it two consecutive winning days. And we start in the National Football League. Recapping our picks from our podcast with Bill in Florida this week. Well, I only have four here on Sunday since I've already cashed on the Vikings over the Patriots. So my four didn't get a ton of line value. A lot of these moved the wrong way for me, but I'm on the Chargers minus the four and a half at Arizona. I'm on Cincinnati minus the one and a half at Tennessee. I'm on the Raiders plus the three and a half at the Seahawks. And I'm on the Commanders minus the four and a half against the Falcons. Then I'm adding a first half wager on the Tampa Bay and Cleveland game. I'm going to play the under 20 and a half points in the first half. Bill played the full game under. I like that as well, but I'm playing the first half under once again between the Buccaneers and the Browns. Next up, let's get to our prop bets, and this better be better than Thanksgiving Day. I know that much, but we start at wide receiver. It is DeAndre Hopkins of Arizona, over 83 and a half yards receiving against the Chargers. So Colt McCoy, Kyler Murray, well, it doesn't matter for Hopkins. He's getting targets. 12 or more targets in four or five games, going over in those four good ones anyway. Hollywood Brown is scheduled to be back this week for the Cardinals, so he'll likely take a couple targets away. But with this being the highest total on the board for the week, I expect plenty of opportunities to go around. So once again, I'm going to play Hopkins over the 83 and a half yards receiving. Next up at wide receiver, it is Christian Kirk of Jacksonville over the 62 and a half yards receiving against Baltimore. So Kirk has gone over this number in seven of 10 games. He's had seven or more targets in each of the last four games. The Ravens ranked 27th against the pass. That sounds like an over to me. I'm going to take Christian Kirk once again over the 62 and a half yards receiving. Next up, it's scary Terry McLaurin of Washington over the 62 and a half yards receiving against Atlanta. So the Falcons ranked 29th against the pass. McLaurin has gone over this number in three of five Tyler Heineke starts. He's coming off his lowest target number since October the 13th. That was in part because of the game got out of control against Houston. I expect a strong target and yardage bounce back in this one. So once again, I'm on McLaurin over the 62 and a half yards receiving. 
Next up at wide receiver, it is Devontae Adams of Las Vegas, over 86 and a half yards receiving against Seattle. So once again, I'm on the Raiders to win this game, or I have them plus three and a half anyway. So I had to play a Raider. I wanted to play Josh Jacobs rushing, but no total was available on him since he's questionable. So Adams here is a very nice fallback. He's facing a D that ranks 21st against the pass, and he's coming off of three consecutive games where he went over 100 yards receiving. He's gone over this number in all but three games this season, so let's go over with Adams over the 86 and a half yards receiving. Next up at running back, well, it's still a receiving prop here. We're going to play Michael Carter of the Jets over 21 and a half yards receiving against the Bears. So I wanted to play the reception prop, but that's off the board for me. Carter had 21 catches on 29 targets over Mike White's three starts last season. They call him check down Mike White. Hopefully, we get to see something similar in this one. Carter just needs to break free on one. So once again, I'm going Michael Carter of the Jets, over 21 and a half yards receiving. Next up at running back, it is Nick Chubb of Cleveland, over 74 and a half yards rushing against Tampa Bay. So fun fact here for you, Nick Chubb ranks third in NFL history currently among running backs with a 5.3 yards per carry number. That's better than even the great Jim Brown, who's at 5.2. When Chubb gets less than 100 yards, the Browns are 0-5 this year. When Chubb gets less than 20 carries, the Browns are 0-7 this year. Give him the ball. Chubb has gone under this number in back-to-back weeks. That ends today. I'm on Nick Chubb over the 74 and a half yards rushing. Next up at running back, it is Aaron Jones of Green Bay over the 55 and a half yards rushing against Philadelphia. So I don't trust anything with Green Bay. Jones has been an every other week guy most of the season. He had only 40 yards last week. The Eagles give up 4.6 yards per carry. I'm taking the over on Aaron Jones over the 55 and a half yards rushing against Philadelphia. And then your final prop bet of the day is from Prop Stars on the Early Edge Show. It is Travis Etienne, combo yards, rushing and receiving, over 91 and a half yards against Baltimore. So once again, I don't question Prop Stars. I just play it. So I'm playing Etienne over the 91 and a half. Next up, we go to college basketball. And oh boy, we got some marquee games on the card today. We start with the ESPN Events Championship in Florida. We're going to play Oklahoma minus the two and a half over Ole Miss. So the Sooners are five and one. They lost by one somehow to Sam Houston to open the season. They beat Nebraska and Seton Hall in this tournament by 13 in each of those. The Sooners played really well against Seton Hall. They limited the turnovers. They hit 10 three-pointers, and they shot almost 52% for the game. On the other side, Old Miss is 6-0 on the season. They beat Stanford by 4 and Siena by 12 to get to the championship game. Both teams are projected to be in the bottom half of their conferences this year. Oklahoma plays really good defense. They're giving up just 57 points per game. That Sherfield kid who transferred in from Nevada, well, he can score for them. So I'm going to back the Sooners, minus the 2.5, over the Rebels of Old Miss. Next up, we go to the Phil Knight Invite in Portland. We're going to play Villanova, minus the two and a half over the Oregon Ducks. So both teams are two and four, and they're dying for a win after losing three consecutive games. Nova fans are missing Jay Wright already, but please remember Villanova will be a much different team once healthy come January. 
Villanova lost to Iowa State in overtime to open the tournament. Then they ran into a buzzsaw in Portland that shot over 56% for the game, while the Wildcats only could shoot 33%. Oregon on the other side, well, they got crushed by UConn in the opener. Then they battled Michigan State to a tough four-point loss after losing their center to concussion protocol in the first half. So I expect the Ducks to be without their leading scorer and rebounder in this one. That should give Villanova the edge. So I'm going to back the Wildcats, minus the two and a half, over the Ducks. Next up at the Phil Knight Legacy in Portland, it is Duke, minus two over Port or Purdue in the championship game. So Purdue is 5-0 and with wins over West Virginia and Gonzaga in this tournament. Duke is 5-1. They've defeated Oregon State and Xavier on their path to the championship game. Purdue was out to prove a point against the Zags, and they did just that. Now, let's see if they can avoid the natural letdown after the big win. Duke lost their first big stage game this year to Kansas. This time, they get the win. I'm going to back the Dukies, the Blue Devils, minus the two over the Boilermakers. Then the final game of the card, also at the Phil Knight Legacy in Portland, it is West Virginia, minus the one and a half over Florida. So the Gators are four and two. They lost to Xavier by seven. They beat Oregon State by 13 of the first two rounds. West Virginia, on the other hand, they lost by 12 to Purdue, and they beat Portland State by 18. The Mountaineers, well, they'll be ready for big men after this tournament. Purdue's big man put up 24 and 12 against him in the opening round. Now they get that Castleton kid for Florida, who's averaging 20 and 8 for the Gators. The Gators have a solid club, but Bob Huggins knows how important a game like this will be for the resume come March, and especially how difficult the W's are in the Big 12. West Virginia start, starters should be well rested. I think they get this one. So I'm going to lay the one and a half for the Mountaineers over the Gators. So let's recap your card for a Sunday in the National Football League. We're on the Chargers, minus the four and a half. We're on the Bengals, minus the one and a half. We're on the Raiders, plus the three and a half. We're on the Commanders, minus the four and a half. First half total, I'm on the Bucks and the Browns, under the 20 and a half. Your prop bets, DeAndre Hopkins, over 83 and a half yards receiving. Christian Kirk, over 62 and a half yards receiving. Terry McLaurin, over 62 and a half yards receiving. Devontae Adams, over 86 and a half yards receiving. And running back, Michael Carter of the Jets, over 21 and a half yards receiving. Nick Chubb, over 74 and a half yards rushing. Aaron Jones, over 55 and a half yards rushing. Travis Etienne, combo yards, rushing and receiving, over 91 and a half yards. Then in college basketball, we're on Oklahoma, minus the two and a half over Old Miss. We're on Villanova, minus the two and a half over Oregon. We're on the Dukies, minus the two over Purdue. And we're on West Virginia, minus the one and a half over Florida. So that's your card for a Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.